What is up, guys? I am Don Mystic, and I'm here with Don Clock, which is a gay-ass name. But, but, uh, yes, we are here for the Wrestling Godfathers podcast, and I don't know, man. Um, Just want to get right into it? Let's get right into it. All right. All right, here we go, sir. (laughs) Let me just... uh, uh, Don Mystic. Yeah, anyway, so... Clearly you're not a, a clocketeer. I am not a clocketeer. I'm a cockatier or a cockatoo or... You know what? Fuck it. I like cock. My own, mostly. I play with it all the time. Anyways, moving along, moving along. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting off... We're already getting off fucking uh, off That's track. Funny. But, um, yeah, so first things first, let me just get it up on the screen. Oh, man. I want to share a screen. I understand. This one, like, I'm, I'm going to get heated all the way in the beginning of this fucking podcast. All right, uh, let's see if I can bring this up. <sighs> so just when you thought, just when you thought Tony Khan can be more of a simple-minded, simp pussy-ass motherfucker. <laughs> yes, I understand that I'm probably getting us... De- we're not getting monetized anyways, but if we ever do, this is getting demonetized minute one. But it needs to be said, he is such a pussy. Why would he fire his biggest asset? Well, because uh, sometimes your biggest assets are too big of a pain in the ass. Too big of a pain in the ass. Well, yeah, but look at what happened. Let's look at this objectively. See? CM Punk got like uh first he got uh what was it uh suspended for the whole uh Jack Perry Jungle Boy bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. I, we talked about this on the last podcast, but we're going to talk about it again because 100% that was not CM Punk's fault. It was partly on Jungle Boy, but it was mostly on Tony Khan. Like the Jungle Boy shot on him. He 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 did a shoot, and it, when you do a shoot on a guy like fucking CM Punk, and not only is it a shoot, but it's a fucking it, it's basically a slap in the face. He's putting shit that when you shoot, you're trying to build like heat and everything like that, right? Right. But it, realistically, that was just a slap in the face. He he was just insulting fucking CM Punk, and then when CM Punk took and here's the thing, I I don't know I can't just talk for everyone else, but when Don Clock and I when we grew up with our friend group, we talked a lot of shit. Yeah, we, yeah. And here's the thing, when you talk when you talk as much shit as us, you learn something pretty quickly. That if you're gonna talk shit, you have to be prepared for the repercussions. Yeah. And like like I said, Don Glock and I have talked a lot of shit. And sometimes things got a little hostile. And I think both of us can agree that 
we probably deserved that shit. We yeah, deserved yeah. it. We deserved a little bit of a maybe like a punch to the face, like whatever. Jack yeah. Perry deserved that shit. One hundred percent. He he called out CM Punk, and he got what he deserved. And then the fact that CM Punk got like suspended at first is bullshit. And then this cowardly little bitch in his probably way too expensive suit that his daddy bought for him because all his money is his daddy's money fired him for no fucking reason. Now he says I was scared to death because you lunged at me. Motherfucker if CM Punk wanted to do something to you he would have. Let's put it like that. CM Punk he may not have had the best MMA career but he's still trained to be trained for MMA. He could kick Tony yeah. uh, Tony Khan's ass any day of the week. Well, to be fair, almost everyone could beat the shit out of Tony Khan himself. <laughs> oh man, he's not a, a tough. You man. made me Nor snort there, man. You made me snort. Yeah. So, look, I I see it very much the way you see it in terms of Jack. Jack Perry opened his mouth and CM Punk shut it. I mean, that's... But, like, Jack... Here's, here's the wild part. I, You know, I think of, you know, the wrestling tales we hear growing up, especially about, like, uh, the mid-'90s and how everyone was... It seemed like everyone had an axe to grind against Shawn Michaels because he was a giant pain in everybody's ass, so to speak. Um, but at the end of the day... Uh, whatever drama Sean was bringing around wasn't enough to get rid of Sean or uh, really get rid of anybody else, so to speak. But whatever drama CM Punk's bringing around or being inadvertently part of uh, seems to be causing quite the stir. Like, well, that's the know, thing. Man. Here's he the thing. We, a, we didn't we didn't know a, about the shit that Sean did until like a bunch later. later. Yeah, and we didn't know about the uh, like WWE knows how to keep shit under wraps. We well, knew I, about this shit right away. Yeah, and that's, well, just, I, that's that's partly well, I, why I think Tony Khan does not know what the fuck he's doing. Right. Well, I also know that you know you can only and this goes for any employer or any you know anything for that matter, you only can get away with with whatever you want to get away with as long as the people in charge are willfully negligent. So Vince probably let a lot of things slide, but there was a hard line of shit Vince wouldn't let slide. So everyone knew, okay, we could fuck around up until this point. And after this point, uh, Vince will fire anyone. Vince got rid of Hulk Hogan. Vince got rid of Stone Cold. You know, Vince will get rid of anybody. There's Vince ain't scared to get rid of, you know, there's no golden cow that Vince ain't willing to sacrifice if it if it comes to this uh, a point. Tony Khan, on the other hand, um, never had a hard line, clearly. Um, never even, I mean, look, it, WCW, right, had their fair share of incidents too, but everyone knew, like, okay, there's kind of a hard line here, you know? Like, like you can only go to a certain point, and then after that, no one's got time for this shit. And my issue with the whole CM Punk firing isn't necessarily that Punk got fired, because eventually it was going to happen, because, you know, 
you could just feel that all right he's very he's very combative with pretty much everyone except for his few friends which i get um in terms of kind of that's how he's been his entire career but if you're willing to pay the man who clearly can deliver his promos are are top end he's very good he's very good in the ring um he brings money he brings eyeballs so if you're gonna fire like you know you're clearly your biggest guy your biggest mainstream guy um i would have at least hoped it would have been he would have been fired everyone's bringing up oh he was fired for cause it's also like yeah or can we you know can we at least just say hey tony khan fired cm punk because he realized he can't control him and you know and i think that's the the big thing here is tony khan can't can't control him but tony khan also let the locker room get away with whatever the fuck they wanted for the longest time so it was like that's why it's so out of the blue right if Tony Khan would have been like from day one, been like, Hey, here in AEW, this shit's cool. This shit ain't. And held everybody to that standard. Then, you know, CM Punk would have came in and probably still be working there. Right. But because, you know, AEW apparently lets wrestlers do whatever the fuck they want, you know, whether it's use real glass or dive off forklifts and crack their head open on the cement. a la uh, Matt Hardy, um, who I, you know, well, I have a lot of respect for, but it was just a horrific bump that should have never, never fucking happened. It didn't build drama to the match. You, they're just very thankful his brains didn't splatter all over the arena floor, right? So my point is, you know, Tony Khan lets let his wrestlers get away with so much bullshit from the get go that this all started over fucking Jungle Boy, uh, Perry Jack. Uh, fucking wanting to use real glass. Fuck it. Let him use real glass. Put his ass through it. You know, at the end of the day, like, fuck, you don't care about your health? Go for it. You know what I mean? Like, really? So you're going to fire Punk and not Perry? Like, like my issue, my big issue is either it's one rule for everybody or or it's no rules for nobody. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to make an example out of Punk, you should have pulled Perry in and, and fired his ass too and been like, all right, both of you fucked around. Now you found out, right? But instead, you're just firing Punk as if he wasn't instigated by fucking Perryman. There you are. Yeah. Dude, you need to tell me when my mic goes out. I did. I, I, I sent you the chat box. Oh, I meant like fucking <laughs> just say it on the thing. No one's watching this anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, where was I? Um, where did I cut off at? You cut off uh, right after you went like this. Okay, so uh, you don't remember the words? Uh, n- not not the no, because I went into immediate trying to text you. <laughs> you know we have a, a private. Oh, did you text me on the private stream? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I was on the stream, uh, the regular stream. Anyways, the point is, um, uh, if you're, if you, what I was trying to say is, if you're gonna like fire your main talent, right? Like for a for a mid Carter, basically. And let's not be let's not be like uh, 
let's be honest about this. The reason they fired uh, CM Punk was to, was for Hangman Page, was for their higher tier uh, like guys that would be mid tier guys in WWE. Let's be honest. Yeah, probably. Like, I mean, they might someday make it to the high tiers, but right now, all the top guys in AEW, with the exception of Punk, would be mid tier like guys in WWE. And Jungle Boy is an, is a mid Carter in AEW. Yeah. Exactly. So to so to sit there and fucking fire CM Punk instead of uh, Jungle Boy is absolutely ridiculous. And you know what? Even let it get to that point is ridiculous. Yes, like yes. After yes. the first fight, you know, with the where there's the you know with the lead and all that bullshit and. Uh, what? Well, I would have worked overtime to make sure that Punk's gonna run the Saturday show, and on the Saturday show, we want everyone on the same page. We don't want any dissension. We, you know, I'm is Tony Khan in Gorilla or whatever AEW's version of Gorilla is. Is he not walk under? Does he not know what Jack Perry's doing? Right? I don't know. Does like, he not it, know Tony that, Khan, you know, to me is a joke. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like he he's not. Oh yeah. He's nowhere yeah, near he, Vince McMahon's level. Like I don't think anyone would argue that. Like think about it. Remember when we when I said like uh we would we we didn't even know about like Shawn Michaels shit until long after. That's because WWE knew how to keep this shit under wraps. They knew how to like take care of this shit behind the scenes. Tony Khan doesn't know how to do that. He's never known how to do that. And it's showing his inexperience in this kind of scenario, his lack of testicular fortitude, if you will, is showing. Oh, completely. I mean, I think Jim Cornette said it uh I said it a way that I think you and I are kind of saying it as well, which is Tony Khan is used to, you know, he's used to playing with his wrestling toys and booking them, you know, in his fantasy world. Uh, The only problem is uh, when you're a kid and you own toys, your toys don't talk back. Your toys aren't, you know, they do whatever the fuck you make them do. Right. So, uh, but in real life running AEW, uh, not all his toys or his wrestlers are do what the fuck he assumes that they would do, right? Like, I, I to me this is just it's just stupid. It's like Jack Perry got upset over not being able to use real glass in a spot, and then does a uh, a shoot on Punk in it, right? Then gets confronted backstage uh, for running his mouth, which, by the way, um, fuck, Undertaker was, you know, like, if you did a shoot on Raw, right, and you ran your mouth, Undertaker might be backstage. Because Undertaker knows, you know, when, if you want this thing to be successful, we all have to be hitting the high gear, because then we all make money, right? So, my point is like who's the backstage enforcer right who polices the boys right i know tony khan's the be all end all 
right? We could put it, you know, obviously like how Vince was, but you know, who, who amongst the boys make sure everyone stays in line. And I don't look CM Punk. I don't know if he got terribly out of line. Look, Jack Perry ran his mouth and not every guy's cool with that. Not every guy is okay with other guys running them down and they, they'll take, you know, they'll, they take, like they take umbrage. They'll take, they'll take it into their own hands. Right. I mean, bottom line is Jack Perry ran his mouth. Punk confronted him. And then, uh, punk gets fired because Tony Khan is basically just trying to, you know, pacify everybody else in that company because it's a one big ego fuck where unless you're part of the cool crowd, you can't do anything or say anything. Right. I mean, like how, it's just it's just stupid. And then for people to make the claim like, oh, he had a confrontation with uh, fucking William Regal. Who gives a fuck? I, yeah. wait, you think every wrestler is going to like each other or respect his fuck? No. You th- I, I can guarantee you uh, there's many wrestlers, great wrestlers, who have put on hell of a matches together, who have you know, sold out arenas who probably in real life don't like each other. Right. Oh, definitely. In the nineties, there was no, you know, everyone knew Brett and Sean didn't like each other, but they were still tearing the house down at survivor series, WrestleMania, (laughs) right? Every, you know, everybody knew in the mid nineties undertaker and Sean didn't like each other, but they tore the house down in the first hell in the cell. Right. I mean, like it didn't, didn't matter at that time, whether you like a guy or not, it's can you can you perform in the ring, right? Can mm-hmm. you can you put this match over? Can you get the crowd to be where they need to be? And uh, frankly, I don't know. I don't know what AEW is really thinking here. Like their best show is barely third place, you know, in the. TV wars like SmackDown and Raw get better ratings than Dynamite, and they're barely beating NXT. And you know, NXT is basically their developmental right exactly. now. So I mean, they still have a, what is it OVA, but like still, like NXT has kind of become the uh, the I step think they up. They sold OVA to Al Snow, to be frank. Oh, did they sell it to him, or I yeah, thought I he was just they running did. it? Like, I don't know the exact logistics. Maybe he's right. Maybe they sold it. The point yeah. is, like, even if, even if they still have OVA, or if they don't, it's either it's either a, like uh, developmental, or it's like a step above developmental, and you're still just barely beating that with your best show. And exactly. and and you were very very polite, very uh, very uh, gentleman like to Tony Khan in that last statement you had. And very mature, and a less mature way of saying what you said <laughs> is no balls, no balls whatsoever. He is a fucking pussy. He fired uh, CM Punk because he gave into the rest, uh, gave into a large chunk of the lock, a decent chunk of the locker room that uh, that's that's trying to be the click of now. They're trying to be the, but I mean, no one's going to argue that any of them are on the level of the click, but like not even Xbox, but <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, like, he has no balls. He He's not Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon would, if Vince McMahon was pissed about something, he would shut it down and you can say whatever you want about Vince McMahon because he is 
kind of a shit human being, but at the end of the day, when he wanted something done, it got done. Oh yeah, but the the one thing I'll say is at least there was that some that discipline, that idea that okay, here are the global rules of the house, and if you break the global rules, then we're gonna shit can you, right? Like, and if, if not, you're joining the kiss my ass club. Yeah, but that's why I was like, if if CM Punk and Jack Perry, if this would have been like, all right, fire both of them then, all right, fuck it, get rid of both of them. They're both not doing. Uh, I I would say both that if both of them anger. got fired, I'd be a little bit less angry. Yes, yeah, but the fact that CM least. Punk was the only one, I'm fucking furious about that. I I. I if you haven't gotten that, I'm furious by this. Like, I, I know I'm not screaming or anything, but that's just because yeah. there's people sleeping in my house right now. Yeah. But yeah, but that yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, like, either fire both of them or don't fire any of them because now you've now it just looks like oh, okay, you fire whoever you're playing favorites with, right? Because now it's not equitable, right? Because now it's like okay, you fire CM Punk uh, for fighting, but you don't fire Jack Perry for fighting. Yeah. All right. I think I think we're gonna move on because I- I'm just getting more and more angry right now. <laughs> uh, not like I don't have more to say, but but on 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 a good note, if I can get this to come up uh, yet again, because it's always it's never easy with this uh, software. Never easy. Never easy being greasy. Nope. <laughs> Anyway, it should come up right about now. There we go. Yes, another CM Punk uh, <laughs> segment. Um, we just got done with uh, like CM Punk uh, firing. Now, will he? Will CM Punk end up in WWE? What do you think? No. Why? Um, they don't need him. Uh, frankly. I don't know. I, I'm, I, they don't need him, but like that, that doesn't mean they don't want him. He's a draw. He's a draw, but I mean, it, CM Punk takes personal shots at Triple H all the time. Like, Here's the thing. but okay. and no, but but uh, but if you if okay, but here's the thing: Are you and you're like, what is there for Punk to do in in WWE? Like, that's where I think people are kind of. I don't know. I think they have like a revisionist history as if like there's something left for him to do, but he has to go there's back. Plenty, but... of them le- plenty left for him to do. He could, the, there are so many uh, like matches he could have that it never matches happened before. And, yeah. Matches and feuds, but that's assuming he didn't rub everyone the wrong way on his way out. Well, here's the thing he did. He did like, um, he did you know, like mend things with like I believe the Miz, and I think he was trying to mend things with Triple H. But here's here's the thing: there's three things that could like stop him from going to WWE, and the first two I don't think are as big as people like like probably you think. Um, the first two are uh, does does. CM Punk want to go and does WWE want him to be there? And I think that here's. It's, CM Punk will go because CM Punk is a businessman above everything else, I think, and that he he's a wrestler. But let's face it, he he wants to do business, and part of and I do think part of the heat that he gets is just part of the character he plays. Because let's not forget the pipe bomb 
that every everyone says, oh, Triple H, H hates him. The pipe bomb was too like uh, too personal. That pipe bomb was scripted. Yeah, of course. It was. And a lot of the, and a lot of the st- the stuff he's done done, hundred percent scripted. So, right, if, if, but if. I'm not saying that th- there wasn't heat between him and Triple H. I'm not saying there there wasn't heat be- between him and Vince McMahon. But I do think he would go- come back. You know, if the, if, if you could get the you know, contract and everything set up, I think he would want to come back. And I do think that uh, WWE would want him because again. It's it, it, Triple H has said it a million times. It's what's best for business. He is a draw. He people will come to see him to face like guys like Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, guys like that. Yeah, but and uh, wait, 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 wait. I still got more. Like you got to remember that even though there's heat with Triple H, there even though there's heat with Vince McMahon, they have worked with people they've had heat with before. The Ultimate Warriors one. Um, yeah, who else? There, I mean, technically, you could say maybe like Hulk Hogan because he did leave the company, and he came back. Um, yeah, who, who, huh? Numerous times. Yeah, and um, there was one other one that I'm thinking of that uh, hot, Bret, Bret Hart came back, and that that was, yeah. there. There was a lot of bad blood there. Like people, they've worked with people they've had bad blood with before because at the end of the day, it's what's best for business. So I don't think that those two are as big a hurdles as people want to make it out to be. The last one, that's the hurdle, and is does he has a no does he have a no compete clause, and will it be like you know uh, null and void because he got fired for cause? Now, I don't know. That's, yeah, who knows? that's the one that I think might have him so he can't come back to WWE at least for a while. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he, like I said, I don't, I don't see a road in for him at WWE because I don't think they need him flat out. Uh, Seth Rollins hates him and he doesn't hate CM Punk. He hates Phil Brooks and he even, he's very open about it. He doesn't like him. Doesn't want him near WWE. Doesn't mean he won't do business with him. I don't know. I I don't know because like there, there's very few people like wrestlers who won't do business if there's no, good I, business I, I, to be done. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but I, but is is CM Punk the business WWE really needs right now? I mean, dude, there's a lot of people who love CM Punk. I'm the, who I'm not. I'm not debating it. I like CM Punk too. I'm not saying he shouldn't, but I'm just saying that I mean like. If there's a lot of people who love CM Punk, then he's a draw. That oh, I'm sorry, the end. No, he's you, a draw. You keep no saying doubt. he's a draw, but the, like, is there? Bu- and then you say there is. Is there business? Do they need him? Yeah, but do they need? They him? don't. No, they don't need him. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue that they need any wrestler. They don't fucking need Seth Rollins. They don't fucking need Cody Rhodes. They don't fucking need oh, Brock, Brock Lesnar. No, 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 no. They they need some of them. They don't need all of them, because you only need a certain amount of talent to like uh to run a show. Okay. But but if you're if you're asking, should they pick him up? Yeah, because he's good talent, and he's fucking uh presumably uh, presumably a I'm having trouble with that word. Uh, he's might be a free agent, so. Yeah, and you might be a free agent, but you could also le- let sleeping dogs lie. Because uh, uh, you could, he gets but... hurt all the time. That is one knock on him currently. Yeah. He's old, and not like CM Punk's young. He's an older talent. 
mm, but yeah. I would but I'd argue more you're bringing him in more for his mouthpiece than you are for his Oh yeah, hands. definitely. Right. I mean, you bring him in, you have him like fight some of the younger guys, do what AEW was supposed to do and bring him in to like have him like, you know, help some of the younger guys out. Cuz I do think that when CM when CM Punk came into AEW, that's what he wanted. He wanted to be that guy, but it was just there were so many pompous, arrogant fucks in AEW that wanted to do ridiculous shit that, I mean, they just didn't want to listen to him. I think that CM Punk in WWE, there'd be some guys who listen to him there. And and part of it is because you can't get away with the shit that they get away with in uh, AEW. I mean, it's just a more professional uh, brand. I mean... Yeah, I think that uh, I think he could bring up a, a decent, uh, decent maybe get it like a tag team under his wings, like uh, and then bring them up or something like that, like he did with uh, what was it, FTR or whatever the what their fucking name was. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think uh, you're looking at it uh, as in the eyes of what could be done, and I'm looking at it more in the eyes of is there an, is that a need, a specific need. I think I, WWE do, needs do, do, do. to figure out the women's tag team division. I do not think they need to figure out a spot for CM Punk. But I think WWE is in a uh, is in a spot where they don't need to uh, like cater just to need because they have so few needs at this point. They but yes, this- they need to figure out the women's tag division. But name name five incredibly big uh points of like uh concern for WWE. They don't have it. They have the uh, they have the money and they have uh, the ability to bring him in. There's no reason not to. You you keep saying they uh, there is there reason the, not to. No, no, no. You you keep saying there is there the need. They don't need to focus on that. I okay. Because, How much money you want to bet they're not bringing him in? I'll put money on this because I already know. I'm not going to put money on this because I don't know if Well, I I don't even know if it's possible. Even if it is possible, I promise you they're not doing it. All right, all right, all right. No, Um, it's not because I don't like CM Punk. It's just like you know, uh, if he were a hundred percent WWE homegrown and uh, WWE, you know, homegrown home every like like that sort of so to speak um then i would very much be like oh yeah i can very much see what you're saying but he's not he made his name in uh the independence and ring of honor and through uh he made his name before wwe he enhanced his name at wwe and they had a very nasty uh costly exit wwe paid him tons of money to stay away like that's uh, that's that's something, right? I mean, that's just not made up out of thin air. That's literally what happened. Um, I, and then I, he I, went to their competitor, and uh, dude, competitor is a strong word. Yeah, but, but no, you have to. You have to. AEW's not like trying. Like, like yeah, okay, they're not a competitor, as in they're on the same level. But they're a competitor, as in they're trying to be. <laughs> Shit, I'm trying to be a competitor of the Joe Rogan experience. Doesn't mean I am. That's Doesn't true mean enough. we aren't. We 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 get what 
five views maybe <laughs> don't think we're there yet <laughs> no i feel you no anyway. but i like what i i would like to, i would like to see cm punk uh i would like to see to be honest i think i would like to see cm punk in a in a situation where he wasn't necessarily not like in AEW where he's trying to pull up or help pull up the the smaller the two companies or in the you know where he has to kind of acquiesce to what the corporate needs of WWE are kind of like to see him you know and maybe not on the independence so to speak like running a circuit but just like just like see just like CCM Punk work in a in a place where he could literally work and not have to worry about having to fight the backstage population right like like i know cm punk isn't 100 percent innocent right neither is you know neither is jungle boy but at the same time it's like it's like man like we lost the potential to see maybe cm punk put in some really good work because some some goofball uh, some goofballs trying to make his name at his expense, and then the owner lost his shit. Now Dude, we're uh, can can I can I give you a suggestion for WWE that I think would because you are right that he's an older guy and he has been getting hurt a lot. What if they brought him in to be like a man, like a not a manager, but like a like the uh, either the Raw or the uh, SmackDown GM. Oh, if he would be willing to do it, I think that'd be cool. But he'd have to be willing to do it, and he'd have to be willing to eat a certain amount of uh, you do what we say, not as we ask, right? And yeah. that's one thing about CM Punk is I don't think he entirely is 100% okay with everyone telling him what to do. That's why he goes rogue so frequently. He All went right. rogue at every, in, every, in every company he's been in. And I'm not saying that is because he's bad. No, it's just I think he is, he's he's independent. There's a certain amount of fuck you energy he carries, and he, he does he, have a pretty uh, deep uh, rebellious streak. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I'm and I'm pretty sure he's gonna like go to the grave with that. But and he had the talent, or has the talent to back it up. So that I, and I think that's what's frustrating is when he's working. You know, it. it it's compelling. It's great. It's good shit, man. But fuck, some of these people he works with just lose their fucking mind. Like, like fuck. Like Tony Khan, such a such a dingbat. Like, if I. That's stupid. I don't know. I don't know. Tony Khan's. An idiot. That's all. Yeah. Say, yeah. The end. Tony. That's that's the end of this segment. Tony yeah, Khan's an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, let, let's move on because I mean I think we talked we talked about uh, yeah, Mark we're, for we're like run literally forty minutes. We yeah. we need to move on because yeah. we got other shit to talk about. But uh, yeah, next up is if I can get to it is this one right here. We're gonna we're gonna recap a uh, payback. Woohoo! Um, I think we predicted this a hundred percent. We did not. We got. We missed one, I believe. One. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll hold on. Let's uh. Let's uh. 
let's go right into it. Uh, first one, we got this one, which was L.A. Knight defeating Miz. I don't even think we was, need to stay on this one that long. No, that this was one the most was, obvious thing since fucking sliced watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> sliced water. Whatever. Anyways, uh, Becky Lynch defeated Trish. Yeah, like we that both was had a fucking this. banger of a match. Oh, that, that was. That, was that, to me, that might have been like the best one of the night. That yeah, um, that match was fucking. In, I, I I didn't think. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think it would be as good as it was. Not because of the talent, but just because oftentimes. And I hate to say this, I am I'm a fan of steel cage matches, but almost always they disappoint me. Like very few, I'm like, oh, that was a fucking good use of a cage. Most of the time I'm like, what type of dumb shit is it? Like, you know what I mean? Because there's an over-reliance on doing like maybe one humongous spot, or you know, in the old days there was an over-reliance on like uh, you know, trying to run away you know so i don't know i've always i've been for the most part of my life let down for most cage matches there are f- just a few that i'm like that was cool most of them I'm like oh what a fucking let down but that shit was dope trish stratus and fucking becky lynch uh i tip of the cap uh fucking the fucking badass match i love yeah that. uh like i said we got that one right as well um Rey Mysterio defeats Austin Theory. I believe we both had Rey Mysterio in this one. Yeah. And, I mean, again, this is not one that we needed to uh, to really go deep into. Uh, I didn't. I don't think they would have taken away from Rey Mysterio this early. It was just one of those ones where it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, no. uh, Rhea Ripley defeated uh, uh, Raquel Rodriguez. I think we both had that. Yeah. I mean, Rhea's just too popular right now. You can't take it away from her right now. Eventually she's going to lose it, but I mean, uh, and I think I think we even called that Dom was going to fucking interfere at some point. Because no, of course Dom. We, no. What? I think we called that in the tag match. In the tag match. Oh, yeah. And this the tag is... Team match. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Well, whatever. Rhea Ripley won. We had Rhea By Ripley. the way, Dom was instrumental... And everything, everything did on back. Dom was instrumental, dude. Dom, they're. I like that they're finally putting a lot on Tom because he's got so much heat. They need to, like, he's going to end up becoming the top fucking heel in this fucking company, and I love every bit of it. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 exactly, and it's. And, it's wait, 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 wait. When I say he's going to... When I say he's going to turn... Like, I knew Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah. When I, when I say he's going to become the top heel, he's kind of yeah. already the top heel, but what, what I mean is he's going to become the top heel that also has the uh, the um, the physical and and actual... The, the presence to back it up. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you can still hear me, right? <laughs> I'm just making sure. And the Raquel Rodriguez. I was, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, there's not a chance in the world that uh, he's going to throw a punch at her that lands. She's just going to beat the dog shit out of him until Rhea recovers. And that's exactly what happened. She just <laughs> pulled out some moves, whooped his ass for a little bit. But by that time, Rhea recovered to whoop her ass. <laughs> and that's, 
But that's the heel way to do it. Sometimes you just got to buy some time by taking a little bit of an ass whooping. Eat a little bit of humble pie while you save the day for the judgment day. Yeah. And uh, then we we also had Seth Rollins uh, defeating. Seth Rollins beating uh, Shinsuke. Um, We all knew this was going to happen. Like, like, did anyone? Yeah, we all knew the, the, but hold I almost was sold though on the day of that fucking anime was fucking tight. <laughs> like they need to do more anime. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking? You remember the the pre match anime? Yeah. That was fucking dope. I liked that so much. I was like, they need to do more of that. That was fucking cool. I I want to say something about that match though. Good match. I thought it was fundamentally sound. I thought it had potential to be even better than what it was. I liked the way it ended. It started finally gaining some steam. I just wish there were a few little things I would do slightly different. Uh, With Shinsuke, I know he's eccentric and sort of just kind of walks to the beat of his own drum. But when he's doing those little head kick things, you could try a little harder to make it look like you're hurting the guy. It looks like you're tossing his hair around with your feet. Like you're about to do some content for OnlyFans. For OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Like, the fuck? I was like, because the announcer selling it. like on OnlyFans, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the announcer selling it like, uh, like he's like, oh, my God, he's kicking him in the head. But I was like, he's politely brushing his hair back. He's not even, there is zero force. And it's just, it's painfully obvious there's no force on these kicks. Like if you're the governor of strong style or whatever he calls himself. <laughs> the governor of strong style. <laughs> well, he, he that's what he called it, right? There if you're the, the if you're the public controller of strong style. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh then can you at least make your kick look like it hurts just a smidgen more than that? That's all. That was my yeah. thing. Just make it Okay. I mean that the Ticky tacky, but I mean, I don't think anyone saw Shinsuke like winning this one. I mean, to be honest, he, he he's a like high mid card right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, I, and I'm not saying he's not a he wasn't a great wrestler, but he's a little bit older now, and I I don't want to say it's like passed him by. I just don't think he's going to get another like uh, a title run, like major title run. Unless they build him up. Like and that was the thing. You would have to build them up, yeah. Because Shinsuke if you Raquel, th- yeah, Shinsuke and Raquel Rodriguez, very little build up, so you knew that those titles were going to be successfully defended. Now I did hear that there might be th- th- there were some rumblings. I can't remember which YouTuber said it, but like he, they think that th- there might be like a a longer feud for Shinsuke and Seth. I wouldn't well, I mean, mind it. Based, yeah, based off Raw. Um, that yeah. looks like the direction they're going, which I think is cool because then, then maybe, in fact, I thought, in fact, I actually thought, uh, Damian Priest was going to run out after that match. Cause they built that back thing so much. I was like, Oh, that's how they're going to, uh, Damian Priest is going to exploit that to take the belt off Seth. Right. But mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they didn't go that direction, but I thought for, you know, I thought that made some potential. But, yeah, so that match was uh, – it, it was good. Uh, it was the main event, but it was not the best match on the card, unfortunately. No. And um, I skipped one match because this is a match we got wrong. 
Um, I, I, I don't believe you took Judgment Day. I think we both took Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we. I mean, you did. You did say that you thought that, like, maybe, maybe well, you could yeah. see that Judgment. Yeah, Day I could see it. I could see it. But we did. But I think but I did say I was cheering for Judgment Day. I thought I yeah, said yeah. I was cheering for him, but something I, like that. But, but thought, to be yeah. fair. We both took Sam Zayn and Kevin yeah. Owens, but um, so that's the one we got wrong. But, yeah, but you know um, what? That match was fucking dope too. Oh yeah, that match was dope. I still I think love, that Becky Lynch and I Trish love, was like the highlight, though. Yeah, which, I, well, is, I, which is weird because we always seem to like think the highlight is one of the lower, like one of the early matches. I don't know what it is. Well, you know they were positioned in the opening match of the card, which if you're not. If you're not on last, then you want to be on first, right? Because that's the <laughs> that's the one that's supposed to get the crowd going. Um, they had a gimmick and they tore up their gimmick like they used the they used it masterfully. I loved Trish Stratus setting the tone on her way to the ring. She cussed at the fan. I thought that was fresh. So, but hold on, let me quickly. I want to talk about the tag match. So. The Judgment Day versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I thought that was a phenomenal match. They used their gimmick very well too. They basically it was an old school street fight. Um, they were in the ring. They were in the crowd, uh, but they weren't just relying on just cheap pops. They had some comedic elements that fit the style of the match. Uh, when the Judgment Day throws Sami and Kevin over the boards, and they reemerge in penguin jerseys with hockey sticks. Uh, which is funny because they're both Canadians, so it makes total sense as to why they would be down with this. But of course, when you're in a the local market, right? So they're going to wrap Pittsburgh, and you know, and they come out with hockey sticks, and then Kevin Owens wore it for the rest of the match. Sami Zayn pulled his off pretty quickly, but I, I honestly think it's probably because uh, hockey sweaters tend to build up heat, so it's probably much, much more. Uh, it's probably for Sami Zayn getting a little too hot, so he pulled it off. But that spot came off perfect. It looked great with the blood. Wearing the Terry Funk shirt from Kevin Owens, who absolutely fucking went off. I wish his senton would have hit Dom a little more flush because it looked like he took maybe too much of that without having the table do a little bit of the, you know, cat break the fall work. Um, I was worried for Kevin's safety but i mean like what a fucking what a phenomenal match and what a cool idea that you have finn balor damian priest you have you have four uh top guys going at it and then just the way that uh kevin owens and Sami Zayn were able to fend off dom and then fend off uh dougal mcdougal i forget his name <laughs> jd mcdonough JD McDonough and then Rhea Ripley with a fucking spear through the barricade to clear out Kevin Owens. And then yeah, wait, wait, we need we need one cringy uh like uh like statement during this. She can spear me anytime. Anyway, go uh, ahead. Yeah, please. <laughs> we need we need Don Clock to say Jesus Christ at least once during your yeah. BL podcast. Yeah, so, you may you may continue. Yeah, so the I mean the ending was set up perfectly, and then everyone thought, oh, okay, the Judgment Day's thrown everything they could to cheat their way through this, and Sami Zayn's about, you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are literally about to pull this out. 
because Sami Zayn looked like he was he was ready for it and he was already had the battle plan. And then out of nowheresville, in comes Dom with money in the bank, just bink. And then, which I, I will say this, it was the saddest excuse for a uh, money in the bank suitcase hit I've ever seen in my life. Don't matter. Got the job <laughs> done. Got the job done. Kayfabe hits always, always hit a little bit harder, you know? Yeah, but once that one, two, three happened, I was like, oh, that was fucking dope. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, that's cool. The he, In fact, I think Judgment Day is more compelling than the Bloodline. Like Rhea Ripley said it on Raw last night, um, where the most you know the bloodline has fallen. Judgment Day, you know, is like is here, but Judgment Day is way more compelling than the bloodline, mainly because the bloodline was less of a faction and more just everyone in service of Roman, right? Everyone had to be in service of Roman, whereas in the Judgment Day. They're a legit faction because no one is, there is no one clear leader, but I believe Rhea might be the leader. I believe, I think, I'm not sure. Dude, I don't I, know. I, no, but. I think they state that like no one's the leader. It's like they all, in fact, uh, Dom in a segment on Raw said that. Uh, and Yeah, but, but therein lies the thing, right? Like you could go so many different ways with the Judgment Day. Because they're so fluid in terms of, it's not like whereas the bloodline had to feed Roman, had to, everything was in service of Roman. This is just this is just a just a badass faction, and yeah, they're gonna eventually split up and whatnot. But um, I'm enjoying it while we have it. I think it was totally cool putting a lot of the belts on them. Um, I'm I can the my I I think you could see this coming too. Uh, Balor and Priest are going to eventually have a falling out. Could you imagine if Balor, or excuse me, if Priest cashes in, Senor Money in the Bank cashes in the briefcase, wins the title, and the fallout is between him and Balor going at it for the title? I can totally see that. And then I could see J.D. McDonough, you know, because he's Finn Balor's homie, uh, you know, aligning himself with Finn. And then I could see Dom and Rhea going, you know, with Damien or just going off on their own. You know what I mean? Like, I I think there's so much potential. And each of the, you know, the I almost wish the Bloodline and the Usos, or like the Usos, the, the, the Bloodline and um, Judgment Day would have, they had that one moment where they had that standoff. But I wish they would have had that, you know, I wish they would have had it. A Survivor Series match, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, so fucking cool. Um, I will say this. Uh, I do think that like uh, Damian Priest will eventually cash in. Obviously, he he has a briefcase, but like, um, I think it would be better to have him cash in on Finn Balor. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? Like well, Finn maybe wins it. Maybe Finn wins it on uh against Seth Rollins at some point or like something and then he fucking uh he cashes it in on uh Finn oh, or or that. maybe like or maybe something happens and uh like uh Balor gets screwed out of the win 
and then Damien cashes in, and if if Finn has a problem with it because he should have been helping him or something like that, I definitely think that they're going for they're they're headed for a breakup. Like, yeah, but they're right right now, and they have the best music, and their look is just fucking fucking dope. I love it. Right. I'm big Judgment Day Mark here. No, nothing wrong with that. Nothing so, wrong yeah, with that. those are my two best matches on the card. Yeah, me, me as well. Yeah, I mean, the uh, two best matches on that card. Okay, so uh, we're, we're going to we're gonna get through this next and, one uh, really quick. But we we purposely uh, left out yeah. one major thing from Payback, and that is uh, main event Jay Uso came back. Um, I think we both can kind of agree that this was a little bit sooner than we thought it was going to be. Shocker. I thought he quit. I know. I was totally sold. But no, I think, I think we both thought he was going to come back. Obviously no one thought he was gone for good, but like, um, I think we both thought he was going to come back a little bit later. In fact, I think we said we thought it would be somewhere around like maybe like Royal Rumble or something like that. And they brought him back way quicker. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I, I just wanted like to bring this one up because it, yeah. it, it was way quicker. And then, um, they did do the smart thing by switching them over to raw. Cause this will like prolong the thing so they can make that, uh, that match at WrestleMania between him and Jimmy. Although now, now you got to figure out a way to get him back over there to get them in the, to figure out a way to get them into a fight, I guess. But I'm sure WWE has figured that out. Yeah. They didn't do I mean, this half assed, you know. You can hear me, right? <laughs> you would hope they didn't do it. Oh, I can hear um, you. Yeah, I'm just making sure because your thing is frozen. And I hear it. Okay, yeah, okay. We're we're back on. We're back. We're live again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways. Anyways, so, yeah. Man. We don't really got a lot to say about this. We just wanted to leave it till the end because it was a surprise. It was, it, to us, it was, it was one of the two surprises of Payback. And I do like that they, uh, the other one would be, you know, Sammy and Kevin losing the belts. But... This was a this was a surprise. It was a happy one, and I really liked seeing fucking uh, Grayson Waller getting a fucking face kicked in. That was really great. I liked that. Yeah, I thought it was kind of stupid though that they had Cody Rhodes do it. Like it made no sense to me, but whatever. Whatever. I mean, yeah, it's all good. It, it, and then he stood at the aisle just staring. I'm like, I hope I made the right choice. Like, the fuck. Like what are you, his father now? He he yeah, made he the right so- choice the second Jay Uso kicked uh, uh Grayson Waller's Grayson kid teeth in. But um Well the cool I like when Jay Uso was was on the ring apron, he knocked over the plant and Grayson Waller fixed it. <laughs> or no, Dude, was it the plant or just the sign? He knocked something know. over and then Waller fixed it. He said, nah, bitch, and my set. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's all we got for this week, guys. Um, my friend here, Don Clock, and myself, Don Mystic, we'll see you. Do you, you not at- watch Metalocalypse? No. What type of repressed ass middle twenties do you have, dude? 
I, the last I, I just don't watch it. I mean I watched it once or twice oh yeah their band name is Deathlock uh, uh-huh, yeah I, it's been a long time since I watched a well, lot of shit well, like, hey, well if you ever want to listen to well, maybe it's Death so- Album 4 dropped like 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 two weeks ago, you know, maybe brutal. if someone oh. helped me with the fucking podcast a little bit more, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. you walked right into that, sir. Anyways, like I said, uh, that's all we got for you this week, guys. Uh, we will see you next life. week. Peace out, <laughs> Mermaider. Mermaid, whatever. Uh, I'm not even. Uh, if you say so, peace or out. If guys. I say so, yeah. Block tears out. <laughs>